Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about Animal Crossing. We're going to be going all over different things about its cultural impact, the impact of video games on people, and also the fact that I am a gamer and Greg isn't, so we're going to have some clash of opinions in that world. Let's uh, start playing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, that was so lame. I don't know what I tried to do something new. Wait, no, that was what was lame about that? I don't know. I just felt insecure. I'm insecure. Okay, the second I stopped, I was like, he's laughing. He's not. I don't no, know. I was laughing because we were starting a podcast, and you know, you start with a little bit of energy. You go, <laughs> okay, sure. great to see you. Gets you there. Great to see you. Great to see everyone. Great to not hear everyone. I don't know. How can you wait? Engage? What do you mean not hear everyone? Well, we don't get to hear the people who are listening. We live in such a silent depressing cocoon of a life trapped inside our homes just speaking into the void <laughs> apparently people are listening to this but who knows? allegedly people are listening oh did you get a this? comment corner i do I, i'll find one you want to do that okay well while you're finding a comment corner i will talk about well okay today's gonna be about animal crossing also i'm really into animal crossing if you don't want know what it is i'll give you some context first that it is basically a video game that came out in march that is, you know, in some ways a metaphor for life. And we're going to get into the science of it. If you're new to our podcast, basically, we first talk about what we learned in science this week, a little bit about our lives. And then in about, you know, 10 minute, 15 minute mark, we get to the actual studies in the science. So stick around to that. Or if you're on YouTube, you can jump ahead. We'll link it below. But yeah, this week, I've been feeling good. We're actually going to take a little long weekend this weekend. Huh, Greg? Greg's still looking for a comment corner. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take... This was you. You planned this, and I'm very happy that you planned this. And we're well, gonna take I often four days say off. that I'm going to take time off, or I'm going to take a certain day, and then that day comes, and it's just like, oh, well, we have so much work to do. We'll do it next week, and I feel like it just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed, and so finally we, like, with our people on our team, had help to be like, can you just make us take a four day weekend because we need it? We're kind of burning out. Um, so yeah, we're up. On the cusp of that weekend, this is kind of one of our last tasks and our last work things before we just like zone out, go enjoy the sun and yeah. Okay. So I was really excited about a comment and then I just got to it. There's a new one that's did not like one star. Oh (laughs) no. no, But it's not comment corner time yet. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Wow. Oh my God. Now I'm just like hurt. Now I'm crying (laughs) and I know we're taking four days off, but I think I'm going to spend a day that I'm having to recover from this. Okay. Yeah. We're taking four days off. Things are great. Um, I'm going to plug my new podcast here. Sure. Go for it. (laughs) Greg does things without me. Yeah. Well, that's important, right? (laughs) Okay. So So me and one of my best friends started a podcast called Can I Speak to the Manager? Very catchy title. Really hard to find. (laughs) And you look it up on Apple iTunes. It's really hard. But what we do is we take an artist's career and we decide why we think they're famous what we think went wrong and what we think they should do to come back. So this week's episode was about Neo. <laughs> we love Neo. The one before was about Katy Perry. We think it went wrong with her SNL performance. I don't even remember that. Bon Appetit. When she had the Migos, the Migos, however you call them. I think it. you've shown me the clip. I wouldn't have remembered. We it want otherwise. Mitch to come on the podcast to talk about a band called The Used. <laughs> I used to be an emo kid, hardcore emo. I was in a screamo band. I didn't do any of the screaming, obviously. That's so cute and gay to be like, I'll be in a screamo band for sure. I'm emotional, but I won't scream. I will sing. I was like, I will play piano and sing gentle vocals in the background while somebody else screams. Isn't it sad that like, 
as gay kids wait, growing fin- up finish your podcast thing first and then let's oh okay it's called can i wait did i not it's called can i speak to the manager the next episode is so heated it's about eminem who i hate and you you basically it, it cannot just be um music artists right it can be yeah. like actors yeah we're recording one about ryan gosling who i think is going to be fine with the comeback but i haven't heard from him in a while and doing my research on him is interesting in the mickey mouse club which is so funny to watch those old videos of him and he's from canada remember breaker high I that's do. niche Anyways, okay, go go listen to it. Um, it's really fun, and I do bring the science sometimes. I really went off on Eminem. I do. And not then like you had it. something to say about like being gay just a moment ago that I cut you off. Oh, of I just mean like emo. It's so frustrating when I listen to emo music because obviously, like as gay kids growing up, then it's like you're like, oh, I'm obviously gonna latch onto this like emotional sort of like alt music. But then when you listen to it, it's so hetero. It's so yeah. like. I know I said to you one to time women, recently like, I was oh. like oh but like emo music was kind of progressive and then I was like no you really maybe because because for me I felt as a gay kid I kind of fit in the emo world where I wasn't judged as harshly even though I wasn't out but I know like because you were allowed to be like freaky yeah and I was allowed to be a little sensitive and I was allowed to like play piano but then yeah you were like no but it was it, so sexist like if you listen was, to the lyrics like, this dumb bitch said something wrong to me i'm gonna yeah. kill her yeah. it was like actually like really messed up and so was eminem i had to, i re-listened to eminem last week all week I had one of the most stressful weeks of my life because i was like getting flashbacks to how like disgusting his anyways that's a separate podcast i went off off over there so let's continue on and keep this science rolling oh what did we learn this week Okay, I love my what did we learn this week? Yeah, why don't you go first? Okay, so I find, I don't know. It's like, I'm smiling because I think it's kind of funny, but it's like actually not funny at all. Um, So the sex of alligators is determined by the temperature of their nests. That's something that like a very magic school bus. I remember learning that. And so alligators, it's between 32.5 degrees Celsius and 33.5 degrees Celsius on averages that the nests will produce mostly males. And okay. so there's a, these temperatures will vary. This study is mainly focusing on places like Florida. But as climate change and global temperatures increase, what's actually going to happen is that in the middle of the century, we're going to have predominantly male alligators because it's going to become so hot that it's going to fall within that one degree Celsius range of mostly males. But outside of that one degree, below or above, you get mostly females. And by 2100, the year, there's going to be 98% female born alligators based on climate predictions based on conservative climate predictions so like who knows it might even happen before that we might be around to see that and oh no that's kind of i mean it is sad but i kind of laugh like i'm just i'm just like well that's one way to get rid of men (laughs) oh my god for alligators though um Oh, wow. That's intense. I wonder, so I'm really curious about why those temperatures matter so much to different the different um, sexes. That's just like the way that reptiles... It just is, but I'm curious oh. why. Like the evolutionary? evolutionary advantage of, or, huh. or if it's synced with having uh, offspring at certain times of year and that it's better and more advantageous to have females in the certain time of the year. You know what I mean? And males in like dead of summer or I don't know. I'm just curious. Like that makes me curious about. Well, how I know that is something that I've just always known about reptiles, but I've never really thought about the. There obviously must be an evolutionary advantage, maybe not in the quickly escalating time of climate change. Oh sure, yeah. I mean, I mean, what I've I've never really the answer, thought about why animals would have, like, because there's certain things like why animals want to have babies in the spring is because there's actually like lots of food and resources and things for yeah. them to eat. Um, so there must be some sort of advantage that leads to like it being tied to temperature. Anyway, uh, is there anything else you want to say about that? No, just excited really for cool. a world of only <laughs> alligators. Only. Actually not excited at all. That's so sad. And climate change is going to impact us in so many ways that you can't even imagine. For example, never imagine this as an impact. Okay. Continue. Okay. Um, mine is also about creatures. Uh in the sense that mine is about cicadas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. I just felt like I was trying to tie them together. Um, so this year this may slash june 2020 the worst year of my life okay (laughs) we're literally not we but part of the americas is going to have an army of cicadas okay so what is an army remember watching planet earth that there's certain species of cicadas that only come out of the ground every 13 or 17 years so one of them i think they call it a brood is about to come to the surface 
on the East Coast that has been underground for 17 years. So there wow, are some cicadas really that, cool. that go every year. Yeah, yeah. But then there are a certain species and batches that literally wait for like over almost two decades. Oh my God, they bake a little longer. They must be Yeah, like and then well they come cooked. to the surface, they shed their skin, and then they like do their mating and stuff. Do they look any different? Like, is there any reason why someone's going to be like, that's a 17-year baked cicada? Uh, I actually don't know the answer to that. But then they only have four to six weeks to uh, live. Oh my gosh. So they're that's... 17 years under the ground. But that's still living. Yeah, but I don't know that they're really living. Is it really living? Okay, well, now we're getting <laughs> philosophical. What exactly does it mean to live? Right now, we are the cicadas stuck underground. And when COVID-19 ends... Just like, were we living or... I think we're living even though we are stuck underground right now as a 17-year cicada. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. I think we are living. <laughs> um, so as many as 1.5 million cicadas are expected per acre. Okay, this is going to be... Okay, we, Southwest... <laughs> like, people talking about 2020, there's going to be a moment when everyone's like, oh my God, there's millions of cicadas everywhere. Well, no one talked because it was so overrun with COVID-19 about the in, the, the insane locust yeah. infestation, infestations. And like, when I infestation. see... <laughs> but when I see images of that, I'm like... I'm, it just that's freaking meme. I'm like twenty 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 twenty. Pack it in, babe. Pack it in, babe. Uh, I was just gonna say that there. It's Southwest Virginia, parts of North Carolina and West Virginia. It is good to warn these people, and they're warning them because it's gonna be so loud, <laughs> because they'll be making so much noise. And so they said, um, oh, one thing is that the hypothesis of why they have these weird life cycles is to avoid certain predators that have shorter life cycles so by being underground for 13 years like their predators aren't even alive long enough to use them as a primary source of prey but wait but who are the predators like i'm not sure who the predators of cicadas are but there are cicadas that are like yearly that would be attacked by certain yeah who knows but you like, understand what i'm saying just because you come out every 17 years why would your predator not because be they wouldn't have evolved to rely on you because their life cycles oh, are shorter they just would maybe have less less um, predators period yeah because those predators I mean doesn't mean animals wouldn't eat yeah like them. that animal that eats the annual cicadas is just gonna be like that's a yummy 17 year baked <laughs> cicada like why wouldn't I have it all munch sure. lunch true 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 um, ultimately those cicadas are actually like kind of they're not cute but like I kind of like looking them. at them and was thinking they're cute and they're pretty harmless they don't bite or sting uh, the only risk is that in a season like this they reproduce so much and they lay all their eggs on trees that hot. it can destroy trees not hot not hot so like farmers and agriculturalists have to prepare because the amount of weight on the tree can literally destroy the tree <laughs> wow okay i mean that's you know we've got um murder hornets which we learned about in our other ones it seems <laughs> this just like even the There's adjective used to describe these are just not as bad i really think that a lot well of people, it was an army of cicadas is what I <laughs> a lot of people i think have connections to cicadas because of the concept of like finding their um like molted uh like exoskeletons yeah i think that that's something that as a kid you start to go wow this is fascinating like for me i remember just oh i would look for those as fun yeah i wonder i don't know if they're in like what regions they actually proliferate like how much of the world cicadas are in because to me they're so quintessential in our summer because it's oh use side note hashtag side note podcast and let us know international if, listeners mm-hmm. are you like what the hell is a cicada yeah it's an, it's, yeah i should have said it's like an insect it's like almost like a type of beetle looking creature that makes this very distinct noise it's so fascinating that, how some insects just really fall like for example, spiders really scare me. I mean, obviously, there's like evolutionary reasons why, because spiders are, can be quite dangerous. Like people are scared of mm-hmm. scared of snakes for a reason. Right. But I'm like, yeah, like, or maybe I'm just answering my own question. But when I see <laughs> cicadas, I'm like, ooh, I would like pet that. Okay, but I would not. Okay. I definitely that's not true. Like sometimes there's June bugs coming up too, and I have seen those land in people's hair, and it is terrifying. June <laughs> bugs. I picture just like a like sixty five year old nice lady named June being like like with like a little like you know like plump little like bug with like big eyes. Okay, Pixar, call me up. I'm a writer. <laughs> oh, okay, speaking of cute little bugs, I literally have know nothing about Animal Crossing. I'm so excited to learn. Okay, all right, let's do it. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Okay, I did give a little bit of a brief to the people listening who don't but know, but I let's am, talk a little more because maybe you can ask me questions. Yeah, because I was gonna say I your brief, great brief. Well, you were also brief. and you were also like looking. Oh yeah, comments, I love so how I'm I was trying like to blame you. And I literally was. Just You're like, like, I didn't understand any of it. I was like, you literally weren't I, listening to me. I was downloading the <laughs> and Apple. I was panicking because I was like, I have no feedback to know. I've been like going in the right direction here. <laughs> I was downloading the Apple iTunes app, which on my iPad had no <laughs> reviews, and I was like, wait. <laughs> 
the app doesn't have any reviews. Like, <laughs> is anyone listening to our podcast if the app? Anyways, <laughs> Apple is like, such why a are mess we relying sometimes. so much on Apple? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, okay, so let's let's set the stage. So, uh, wait, <laughs> I, wait, no, no. I want to say that I have I love my study about Animal Crossing, and I was very detailed. I read the whole thing and like really basked in it. So I have a little bit of a small understanding of the game. Okay, but I will say it isn't. Like you mentioned it being a new game. It's only a new game because of its iteration. It's been around since 2002. Yeah, don't act like I haven't said that to you. Oh. You probably just <laughs> okay. didn't listen. <laughs> no, I mean, in the podcast just now, you said it was a new game, oh, sorry, I, which I thought came... it was, but I didn't realize it was like there were so many it's animals. The crossings. sequel. Okay, the sequel. Is it? Is there What's so many? What's it called? New Horizons. Okay, this one, my study is about New Leaf or something. It's called the, Animal Crossing New Leaf. Yeah, now I think that's the first one, but now I'm okay. panicking because I have only ever played the new one. Okay, so and I'm like, is it? It is New Horizons, right? But I'm panicking. Let's let's focus on the new one though, because that's the one everyone's playing right now during quarantine. You might totally. have heard of the fa- and memes galore. Like society is growing gardens in Animal Crossing. So that, I have a question. I'm truly learning about gardening from Animal Crossing. What exactly? Okay. What the, okay, what exactly is it? Like you show up at an island. This is okay, I'm gonna tell you what I think I know. Okay. You show up at an island and there's someone named Tim Nook. Tom Nook. Tom Nook, who is like an evil capitalist. Like oh my a, gosh. Oh, interesting. I'm gonna get to that in my <laughs> in my thing. I th- I really thought you told me I that. I mean, once. he's not evil. It's just oh. like it's just a it's a meme online that he's a capitalist. Okay, which so he is. oh my god, I'm so excited. There's so much to do with my study. So okay, sorry. He is someone who says you can start your life here. Mm-hmm. Um, you just, you have to start your life here. And then at this point I check out and go, why is my boyfriend spending one hour every day <laughs> worked into our work schedule? There's literally, we have a work schedule, Google <laughs> calendar of everything we have to do all day. And there's an hour always allotted. <laughs> Stop it. It's but, half an hour. Okay. It's, well, it's then, part of my morning. Okay. But that is also part of me. Um, so what is it? What do you? What are you doing? All I hear is click, 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 giggle, 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 ching, 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 like no, like noises. Like what is happening? <laughs> and they talk like this. They're like, <laughs> that's literally what I hear <laughs> as I'm in bed. Okay, what are you doing? Um, I'm just living another life. That's really calm and beautiful and nice. And especially in the midst of this pandemic, it's like very freeing to kind of exist in another world that's just feels much more in your control and feels like surreal and okay that is such an interesting answer no like what are you doing you mean like literally literally because i'm like that that is a really cool answer but like so what do you do in the context of the game is that uh, compared to other games that are sort of sandbox games so you have like the sims you have minecraft you have it's not necessarily like those games in all the ways but in the sense that there's not one specific objective there there is a general sense you want to like build up your community and you want to like build like get collect money it doesn't to end buy. though uh, i don't think so like think like, of clash of clans i know you like fight in that game remember like our friends who play clash of clans on their phones yes you like build <laughs> up and slowly you get more money and then you can build bigger armies and bigger cities and stuff so this is the calm version of that where nothing is there to attack you you start out on like an abandoned island or a deserted island with Tom Nook, and he's like, "I just want to start up this island where people can kind of live with like nature an all inclusive." Yeah, like anyone's invited, but there's a small group of people, and you can start to build your life here, and you can go fishing, and you can shake trees and get fruit and those kind of things. And then so it starts out innocent, and then he's like, "Oh, but if you like bring me some of those things, I can give you money, and then you could like." upgrade your house okay wow (laughs) here we go free market capitalism comes swooping in and ruining everything so what i'm doing because i every day it's based in real time so if you don't log in what does that mean if i don't log in one day (laughs) there's certain things i'll miss that i can't get and there's seasonal things like every day I have to hit certain rocks and get money from them. I feel them. like you've changed the way you're talking. Like you become a different <laughs> person. You're like, your legs are crossed. And I'm like, are you a like PhD student all of a sudden? <laughs> no. Okay. Basically like every day I want to like collect the, th- there's certain things that I can do every day to like get more money <laughs> so that I can build more things and have more things. Okay. It's all about having more. No, things. I'm so excited. My study really talks about that. Um, but so we really, there's and no ultimately objective. You're, and uh, you're inviting people to your Island and then building homes for them. And then you can like make it look really <laughs> nice and build 
build roads and build it so that it looks like a cute little city however you want. Are the people who are coming to your island real people? Is it interactive with real people? It can be. I haven't done that because I don't pay for Nintendo online. Um, but so mine are all like CPUs, but you can go online. You can go visit your friend's islands. They can come to yours. You can get oh, fruit from their that. islands. You can go to their stores and then you can sell Aww. things at their space. And like, that's cute. Yeah. So, and then all the characters are really cute. It's like, it's like four- not all of them. Okay. Some of them I have, I am trying to get rid of one of my villagers. He's mean. <laughs> Ike. He's like, every time I talk to him, he's like, well, you're certainly doing a lot today. Like, why couldn't you slow down for once? I'm like, Ugh, why are you here? Whoa, is he like a Buddhist or like a meditation? Artist no, he's something? just some like weird angry bear. <laughs> <laughs> so why can't you kick Ike? No, that's rude. You can't kick Ike I off. went and talked to Isabel. I was like, Ike is causing problems. And she was like, I'll talk to him. And I don't know if it's changed. <laughs> oh my god, this is. <laughs> but wild. then I got so sad because certain like some of my favorite ones, like Melba, is like this cute little koala, obviously like based Aww. off Melbourne. Um, oh, that's funny. And one day she said to me, she's like my favorite, and she was like, "I've just been daydreaming about like exploring the world and going other places. Aww. Like, would it be okay if I left?" And then I was like, "No, <laughs> you have to stay here." Okay, Mitch. <laughs> what? That's so mean. Like, what a beautiful, profound yeah, thing for someone to ask of you. Yeah, but she's one of my favorite villagers. Sometimes when you love something, you have to let it go. Okay. We need to, like, get into the studies because I'm curious. Oh, I've never heard it. you speak with such, like, nuance and, like, kind of, like, what vulnerability about actual humans the way you just did oh, about. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Because these ones are very boxed as characters that are distinct. And it is really cute. Like, I wish someone would come up to me. And, and say, I don't spend an hour with my friends at all. I know. Anymore. That's what I mean. Like, I'm like, I want someone to come up to me like, Greg, I love you. But like, I want to explore the world. Like, can I go? Like, I would love to just like, like lightly touch their cheek and be like, honey, you can go. <laughs> so it's, I, I don't know. I, you're not much of a gamer. So I don't know if you would like it. But if there was a game you were going to like, it's probably I this one. I think so. The only game I've ever really gotten addicted to was called Endless Ocean. <laughs> and it was just like, you, you love scuba dive. But I didn't roll my eyes at the fact I'm, that you spent, you just went, that's because you love whales. I'm not rolling my eyes. I'm saying it's not something about that game other than the fact that it's about whales. I don't think no, that means you'll like. No, it wasn't just the whales. It was all the underwater marine biology I got to swim with. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying you you just attacked me the only I'm really defensive of this game because everyone's like that game sucks. I don't think but it, it was sucks. like it was a game where you just swam around in the ocean and you would pet different fish and learn about them and discover <laughs> them and they would be like shadows and then as you pet them you they would like come they would their colors would fill in and they would go like bring so you'd have like the dopamine rush. And yes, there is it is there you would see whales and I did cry a lot. <laughs> I would cry a lot when I see saw whales. Okay, that I'm not a gamer, but I really want to talk about my study cuz yeah. I find it so funny. Okay, I'm really really curious what it is. Okay, so this study came out in 2019. It is written with the most academic jargon ever, but genuinely is just fully about Animal Crossing. So and the original. The original. Okay. A new leaf or the new leaf. Or yeah. Something like that. New so leaf. <laughs> it's called Game Rules versus Fandom, How Nintendo's Animal Crossing Fan-Made Content Negotiates the Video Game Meaning. Okay. So the first like six paragraphs you know those like a long academic thing where they go through all the past studies and they're like you know swanson and swanson said this <laughs> and like all that stuff yeah is like about how really like this really strong argument that people have about whether or not video games are good or bad but you can't deny that human beings like relatively recently have decided that they're gonna like spend a lot of their time like in these virtual worlds. Sure. And so they're really focusing on a lot of like the violence and sexism that happens in like a majority of like video games, I guess. Like I almost, I only really learned. Let's not necessarily say a majority of video games, but perhaps a majority of popular games. Like, I don't know. Or I just picture like Grand Theft Auto and like, yeah, like very popular games. Like that, that violence, game yeah. was like so messed up when I think about it, but like we played it all the time in high school. Is that even still a game? I don't know yeah, anything yeah. about video games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, so they're, like, trying to understand, like, what the impact of, of Animal Crossing is. And so they do they do decide that it is a game that involves neoliberal ideas of free market capitalism. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And sexism. So this is, like, oh. what, they, what they say that you can't approach all games 
and say they're like a free game, for example, like Animal Crossing, it's just about being free. Like it does still exist within the confines of what they have set up. Yeah. And they understand how people are interacting with it by studying the fandom of Animal Crossing. Okay. So it's really interesting because like one thing I learned that I did not know is that the term fan is short for fanatic. Did you know that? I think so. But I actually, no, you're right. I, I never those were two different words. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're a fan of something because you're a fanatic, fanatic. about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. And so I tried to lie at the beginning. I was like, mm, yeah, and that's, like, that's so funny. Cause I actually was just like, how did I never like question that? Well, yeah. I mean like it's so obvious, but then those are two different words in my head. It kind of reminds me of sitcom where I was like, I never really thought how that's situational comedy. Yeah. I knew that too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I actually did, but I did learn that recently too, where I was like, Oh, but, um, so in the, in the early 1900s is when they started to understand that like you could be a fan of something. Like it really is like a recent in the early concept. 1900s. Yeah. was when they were really, like first started documenting like through history and ac- okay. like obviously maybe before the concept existed but like academia started to okay. take off and, yeah um and it was also really like became a word we all talked about because of star trek but being really? yeah being a fan of something though in the early 1900s was considered like lower class like not intellectual like to be like obsessed huh. with something was like it was like kind of classist and it was like inter- it was intellectually inferior to care about pop culture, okay. which is so interesting because now that is so mainstream. You can still see right. it from some like hoity-toity people, but for the most part, well, we're all leaning and into it. In a, in a lot of ways, the high class are pop culture now. People who are rich and have money are pop culture, so they care about it. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I, I love reading like academic studies because it does make you think about all these things, but it is funny. I, I, like at the end of it, I'm like, you're just like saying stuff. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but, like, Should I believe you? <laughs> So they they they're saying that they're discussing Animal Crossing from the field of psychology, um, and they have found actually through Animal Crossing that it has helped with um, disorders like depression and anxiety because it's like very um, related to like accelerated routine. Like it's like a really nice way for people with anxiety to have like you even said like control and mm-hmm. to have like a very consistent thing happening. There's a rhythm to the dialogue and to the interactions that is quite positive. And they also um, said that it's really good for creativity, strategic thinking, cognitive development, and social skills. Yeah, okay. So I like, agree. Yeah, I was like, I kind of was like, I, I don't know the game, but like... I, I, I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit in my studies as well. Yeah, it's very much so like, of course, video games can have negative impacts, especially like with addiction. If Sorry, if people spend too much time, but there are some really great positives that come out of video games as well. So then the things that they say though is that it, what it really does is like, teach people about this idea that investing time in work i mean you can explain this to me because i haven't played the game it's like time and work is like the way that you get money and space and you always want more money and space based on time and work and like how that is a neoliberal concept of like you know free market capitalism is like um the concept of like supply and demand without any sort of like regulation okay. and that it's like all about supply and demand and how they're just like obviously these are academics who are like I don't know. People haven't fully figured out where they fit in, but like free market capitalism, I'm sure isn't something that people are like obsessed with that. Like, but like, it's not like the game is like trying to impart these ideas on people. It's just a game, but I don't think they're trying to say, they're not saying it's trying to do that. They're just saying that video games are made by people and that like, they're just trying to study it. Sure. And then they also said that there's like, there, I think they got better on the new game, but the original one had a lot of issues um with sexism and like if you so in what way i think you you couldn't put a skirt on a male oh girl i can wear skirts in this game if i want yeah and if you did or maybe this is about the new one people would react to you differently and kind of like comment on the fact that you looked weird and would be like actually i don't know if that happens in the new one or not i assume it doesn't but i so wait, if they if you couldn't put it on, why would how would they be able to comment about it? I think there I think this is now talking about two separate Animal Crossings. I think there was one where you couldn't even do it, oh and then gosh. one where you could do it, and then the game actually would like literally like call like comment on the fact that you look weird. Like that you're actually like not being yeah, normal. I mean, that happens in Zelda too sometimes. And so they're just saying that those are like you oh yeah, can't. there are lots of them. Wow. Yeah. I thought there was only one before this. Yeah. So what's is there one that says Leaf? Yeah, New Leaf is yeah. 2012. Yeah. So the I think New Leaf was when you actually could put on a skirt mm-hmm. if you were a guy or okay. dress like without like the stupid normalized like 
gender contracts, but right. you would get commented on in the game and uh -huh. made fun of. And and they're just saying, obviously, that's like right. really not good to like teach people. Yeah, totally. So then what they did is they studied whether these impacts of the game. So they're under the assumption that the game is promoting neoliberal free market capitalism <laughs> and is like has issues with like um, the way that they express gender. And then they wanted to see how fandoms reacted to that. So there was a specific type of fandom that would really reproduce these like negative ideas and especially talk. Wait, you talked about some fem female character or what is the Isabella? Isabella, yeah. Isabella. Okay, so there's a lot of really sexist fandom about Isabella, like sexualizing them, like really, like I, I you, they put it all in the. Um, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I know that she's like a beloved character in many ways. I don't know about the sexism part or what fantasy. And they even say it's kind have. of sexist because they're like she's the. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Secretary of the mayor? Is that true? She's like Tom Nook's secretary. Yeah, yeah. They're just like that concept of like being the secretary and then she gets really sexualized and like part of the fandom Fair. does actually really play out, like goes like the mayor's the man and there's all this like really hmm. weird like it's actually like when I was looking at it, I was like, wait, what is yeah. this? I mean, I, okay, yeah, no. I, it's hard for me to comment on because I don't know what the old games are like. So I know in the new one, she is maybe considered secretary, but I don't know if she is given that title. She's, she's like managing everything. Well, though. this actually came out, you know, this came out in 2019 to be really interesting. This is the type of things that people would read when building games. Mm -hmm. They might be like, you know what that is? Let's try and like get away from the fact that she's just like the secretary yeah. of the mayor. And so there's, a, there's a lot of fandom around that sexualizing them. Like, and so they're like, okay, that means that this is obviously like impacting people. There's a neutral fandom, which they were like, isn't really that interesting to our study, but we put it here and there's all these like memes that you read. And one was just like a little boy's face. And it was like, <laughs> shakes tree piano falls out. I'm like, do you get these? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what does that mean because when you shake the trees sometimes you get lucky and uh, you get objects from the tree mm -hmm. like these leaves will come down and then those leaves are objects so like it could be a piano okay but okay. <laughs> and then you can go put that in your house and have like a nice piano like i just spent so much money on a grand piano for my house <laughs> two hundred and sixty thousand dollars Wait, it's dollars? It's not like something like... like well, I don't know. Like it's leaf. dollars. Yeah, it's dollars. Oh, wow. Well, that's not 260,000 coins. I don't know. Like, I saved up for that. Do you get to play it? No. <laughs> but I, if you walk up to it, it just goes like, ding. <laughs> At least play a symphony, Nintendo. <laughs> also, another one was Ghost to Get Haircut becomes Game of 20 Questions. <laughs> I don't know that one. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I said that in a way and looked at you and I was so excited for you to like <laughs> laugh so hard. Anyways, didn't get that. So then... Then they were also like, but there's a lot of queer fandom that really challenges these notions. Okay. Um, a lot of like LGBTQ plus approaches to like really talking of, there's a lot of stuff about how, how Isabel is queer. Um, there's a lot of Isabel and other like female. Yeah, like I think Isabel is a queer icon. Yeah, so there, there is, that is it's funny. It's not there's surprising like, to me that obviously sort of the video game realm is dominated by straight men and i don't know how many gay men played in the past or this game but i can definitely understand why isabel would be a figure for gay men i don't know why there's something about her and she's in smash brothers and she's like a cool character in that and i just think like i could see gay men like gravitating towards this i like, think this is queer women oh sorry, it's not gay oh, men. okay sorry. yeah a I'm lot bad. of it is like very like um, i'm just saying i also love isabel so i'm like projecting that like element of my yeah no i'm sure a lot of like queer men also but like a lot of the again in this very academic study where i was scrolling through memes of like isabel <laughs> and like another character female character like in bed like literally kissing and stuff um and also there's an occupy tom nook movement hashtag occupy oh. tom nook, like an occupy occupy wall street 
that like these a lot of fans have like turned to to really like kind of like promote the fact that again they they are aware of the fact that this is right. neoliberal and free like, market yeah. capitalism and like we actually are hashtag occupy Tom Nook. Anyways, loved this study. I I was laughing and like reading everything and just like really like soaking it up and just being like academia I want is you to play so it. weird. Um. I read an article through this where a guy was talking about how his son learned this lesson through the game that as you just, you, you start buying and collecting things. And as a result, you don't have enough space in your house to put them. So you need a bigger house. So then you got to get a new mortgage to get a bigger house or like basically in the game you pay and they make you have more rooms or you get bigger rooms. What is the lesson? No, his son learned that it was just like weirdly that's you're just chasing these things and then you get more stuff and then you like you what's just, the point of life kind of yeah well the lesson I guess there was no real lesson other than understanding that when you chase something like stuff it's never fulfilled because then you just need more stuff to accommodate I that always think about that like we are so fortunate to like have a home in Toronto but it's not a very big home I grew up in a very small home. And I just think like whenever I go to someone with like a house that's bigger than ours, I'm like, you have to clean this. You have to like, we can't, we, I can't, we can barely clean our house. We can barely put stuff. Like I do, I would freak out if I had a house any bigger than this, because you're right. Your life just becomes more. And you fill your house with stuff. You're not going to have an empty room. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like you just need to have like more couches and like all these like <laughs> weird things that like I don't care about. And in fact, like buying a couch to me is like such a Okay. Stress. I'll stop playing Animal Crossing. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm actually like Animal Crossing is like a really cool way to like actually maybe scratch that itch if you I don't have that itch but if you did it'd be a cool way to scratch it like I know lots of friends of ours really love like interior design and like Mm -hmm. and like maybe a way of instead of going out there and like you know actually okay I'm getting into my like thing instead of like actually participating in capitalism in real life you still like that don't pretend you don't everyone does and everyone just has their own reference point I think and I agree that's what I'm I'm not I'm not hey I'm not trying to wait now I feel like defensive I'm well, not trying to say that I don't participate in that. Well, You're you right. were like, well, I don't care about this stuff, but other people I know are interested in this and that is what it sounded like. But is that not like fair to say? I don't know. Like we buy new things. I know, but I'm trying to like, wait, okay. I'm saying, I, I guess I'm having empathy because everyone has a different reference point. That's, that there is are fair. certainly people who would look at us and say they have way more than they need. That's all I'm trying to I, be. I, I, I think I'm aware. I think I, but did I, I not, did that didn't not sound, sound like, like that? that? No. Okay. No, I do think that I hope that I sound self-aware in that sense. Cause I do think that that is definitely what other people would look at us and think that I think it is all a scale. I'm just saying, I thought like what I was trying to say is I know people who really like unabashedly love like interior design and like the thought of going to get a couch is like really exciting to them whereas to me it like it stresses me out it's not something that i enjoy spending my time doing yeah that i'm just saying like this game could be an opportunity for people right to, to actually just like get, get to design to do that and, without yeah, yeah. yeah. No, does fair. that make sense i don't know i feel yeah, weird no, like, I, what did i say i feel bad no no i guess it, i just felt like you were downplaying this idea that you don't like stuff at all no I no i definitely like I think I agree. I know what you mean. I'm not trying to call you out. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to call you out. I just felt like you are overplaying. Like we're all trapped in the system that is capitalistic, you know, and that we do have lots of stuff, even though we try to minimize our life. And maybe it's like we could have more, of course, and we don't. And so we're able to kind of be like, yeah, we don't need more. Mm -hmm. But that's all. I'm just like definitely people survive off of way less stuff than we have. But it is a good philosophical question to have because that's, I, uh, sorry, in the topic of Animal Crossing. Like, I think it is what makes it like an interesting thing for us to talk about because I think that is, from my understanding, what it is about, right? It's about like yeah, getting I mean, things not, uh, and getting space and like, that is yeah, the question. Yeah, I guess there's other, ga- I just don't know. Like, I agree that's a fine take on it and I don't know that that's the designer's intention for it to be like a lesson on capitalism so much as just sometimes things are just games. I think so. That's and your I, take. That's that is interesting. No, I it's not. Play it's it not no. fully my take because okay. I, I don't. I like, that argument could be said about really negative aspects of other games, and I wouldn't allow that to stand. You know, like someone could say that about sexist parts of Grand Theft Auto or whatever games, and be like, sometimes a game's just a game, and I would say that's not a fair argument. Huh. So I don't. I'm not trying to use that as an argument, but there's a level of this game that, for me personally, is just kind of meditative. Yeah. 
and is just kind of nice because it's like slowly progresses and there's a way to like use it in a way that's consistent and it's not i don't know there's something about it that's just kind of like repetitive and follows a flow and you get those little bit of dopamine rushes by trying new challenges and having new tasks each time and trying to like improve things much like you would with your own garden even you know you you kind of like oh i want to make it pretty i want to make it nice yeah that's going to cost some money but it gives me joy so i'm going to spend time to do this i'm gonna in animal crossing spend like so much time shaking trees to get cherries to make money so that I can buy a grand piano, those kind of things. And I, it's not equivalent to a garden, I don't think, because a garden is like a real tangible thing that can bring a life into this world. But I mean, plants. like, but it, there's an analogy there. Is what it I could mean. be the equivalent of a garden, like in some respects of like what it actually does. Yeah, to it's you. your it's little personal garden. It's and... literally, it, in some ways, it is your own handheld garden. You're you're creating this little I world. I kind of thought, that's so interesting. I feel like I've thought that you were going to kind of be like, yeah, like I've heard you talk about Tom Nook. And like, I thought you were going to be like, yeah, I get so frustrated. Like, no, uh, the memes the memes are definitely overplayed to be funny. I don't I don't know. Like it is funny. It is funny when people make jokes about Tom Nook. Um but it's not his character isn't like so prevalent. It's just like this raccoon creature <laughs> that basically if you want something in the game, like if you want to build a bridge, you go and talk to him and he's like, okay, that costs $150,000. <laughs> Once you get that to me, we can build the bridge. But he's not really like the game doesn't it's not like Zelda where you have prevalent characters who are like either good or bad or you have to interact with. I mean, you do. I don't, I don't know how to say it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I do. No, I do understand. So the memes are a play on the ideals of capitalism much more than they are on the actual. So you've experienced those fandom memes because that's literally what the study is about. That's interesting. Totally. Yeah. There's a lot of jokes around like him just like ripping you off and like we're all just a slave to this capitalist system that's like we can't get out of because we all want to play it. And don't you think that that's fascinating? Oh, it is. It is. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. I thought that maybe you were going to be like the game. You realize those are. Like hyperbolic is not the right word, but they're extensions. As memes often are, they're extensions of our belief systems to help emphasize greater. They they contain more meaning. Do you know? Like memes are even come from the word genes. I think like Richard Dawkins created the word meme. Is that true? What? I, I don't know. Is that true? I think that's true. And it's and the idea is it's like a gene Looking as it transfers crazy. information that is like intellectual information. Huh. Anyway. Um, I, maybe it's worth uh, going to a comment corner before I go into my studies. Do you okay, want to do that? Cool. And do I'm going to look it? up. <laughs> no, go to the comment corner first. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Comment corner. It's like, are we going to face the mean comment? Let's face it. Okay. Yeah. The, uh, here on this podcast, we don't run away from mean comments. Okay. And yes, they might hurt our feelings, but it makes us stronger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Stand a little. Okay, we'll start mean and positive. How about that? Who sings that? Are you still looking for it again? That's literally me killing time singing the song. (laughs) Who who sings that? It's like obviously you know who sings that. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Duh. Can I get a doy? Okay, okay what's our this con? is the this is from this is the don't say their name don't give them the dignity it's jenny's friend that's their name jenny's did not friend. like one star Ugh. i got through about 15 minutes of the ellen podcast the hosts in quotation marks flinty voices and overuse Ooh. of the word like were so annoying and distracting i flinty shut it off. voices what the hell does that mean oh my god flinty it's like people are so creative with how they call us gay <laughs> Right? Like, it's like... I know. I love that people are like, I can't call them... Thanks. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Last time, I I hesitated to say that because last time our YouTube video got flagged because we said that word. Even though it was in context of someone else saying it. I know. It's like, we can't even say it. But you're right. It's like, if you you have to come up with the word flinty, that means you're probably hiding your homophobia. Okay. So, now let's go to the nice one. So, this podcast makes my Wednesday. (laughs) Absolutely. Love the energy. This podcast always makes me laugh while also learning. Keep doing what you're doing. It keeps me going through the week. Smiley face. Hail 252. Thank you. That's really nice. nice. No, it's... I mean, I'm down with constructive criticism, but sometimes people all address... Main so, okay, I'm also so confused with the app, this app. If I go on my computer, there's completely separate ratings. iTunes doesn't views, know what it is, and it's and, like they should be scared of Spotify. And I literally just went on my other thing, and the did not like isn't there. It's like the did not like is only on the tablet version. This is so weird. weird. The tablet version is negative. That's all I can say. Yeah, Anyways, it's trying to bring us down. That was a weird comment corner. Let's get back into it. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. So I didn't have one specific study, yeah, Richard, but Richard I, Dawkins invented memes. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Oh, wow, developed the meme theory. Um, wow. I think yeah, he's just like in one of his books talked about that idea because it carries cultural ideas, symbols. Richard Dawkins. Let's let's do an episode on him. Yeah, controversial. Um, so I wanted to. I have tense. some mix of studies with quick stats and facts, but I want to start with some interesting things that have happened since this game came out for Nintendo. So. Nintendo released this game one day after California ordered the stay at home order. So it like kind of was weird timing because it came out right when we all went into isolation. I really think that's why it's been such a cultural. Yeah. It it always has. It's had a cult following. So you know how there's that formula and I can't quote it off by heart, but it's like if you pass, it's from that, um, that book that we listened to the audio book about. No, it's like finding your, I don't know. What? What's up? Uh, oh, it's a Simon uh, Sinek. Sinek. Yeah. Finding your why. Your why. Yeah. So he talks about how there's like a point at which something as an audience is dedicated hits like 11% of a population that it blows up into mainstream. Hmm. So I think this has had a really strong cult Like following. last year it was like Lizzo. <laughs> and then this year. Sure. Like, like certain like people have her. that really strong. And yeah. just because they have a cult following doesn't mean they're mainstream. But then sometimes when it tips over just to a certain point, that means it blows up into mainstream. And I think that's, that's kind of happened so for this happened. game where there's always been a really big audience, but the combination of the isolation with COVID and then also... Uh, just the fact that it's become more popular over the years and this Switch is like a really popular console blew up. It's so like the opposite of Quibi. It's like the <laughs> fact that there was like a, a pandemic. Although actually the Quibi thing, I'm like maybe it was destined to fail regardless of whether I, there, was a, there was a pandemic. But I think it did get helped by a pandemic. Like people want order. They want control. They mm-hmm. want their own little life somewhere else. Like, and just something to do. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. So, so the whole video game industry has had its best march since 2008. <gasps> um, oh my God. Like all the games. All the games. Because people are just like have time and on want distractions and want things wow. to do. Nintendo has seen a 33% increase in profit in the past year. So that doesn't just include isolation, but it's like obviously like things are changing. They're having a good year. And Animal Crossing in like 10 days, sold 12 million copies. Wow. Isn't that crazy? And now I don't know what it's at, but that was by, it came out on March 21st, I think. And by March 31st, it had 12, sold 12 million. Wow. And that is like related to something you've, I don't know any about thing about any of this thing. <laughs> Mind of naturism. <laughs> but um, you've told me before, like it's really beneficial because games are such large files that you can't just torrent them like a movie or a show. Right. It's like, well, I don't I don't know the technicals like of it, but in many ways, yeah, games are huge and they often rely on certain platforms. So it's difficult to just download like on your phone. It's gigantic. You couldn't like download Animal Crossing and just play on your phone. And plus, there'd have to be software to help it read it to play on your phone. You it can just seems to be lasting the, all of the like. Yeah, it's music interesting. Streaming has had to completely shift because. People were just so easily downloading well, songs. Definitely the video game industry has shifted and even Nintendo building a mobile, really mobile high end system. So they've always done really well with their handheld systems. But it's like they've had to now compete with cell phones, which can provide pretty solid games with decent graphics. Like you can mm. play Fortnite on your phone. Um, and so they're kind of in this space of like, how do we create a system that's considered one of the like high end systems? So PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo have always competed in that space, but they're like, but make it handheld, huh. right? Yeah, so that have is the cool. graphics of one of those big ones, make it handheld. I do. At first when I saw it, I was like, this is so weird, they but slowly, now I like it. They've slowly stepped into mobile gaming with Pokemon Go. They tried to release, I mean, they did release like a Mario Kart on your phone. They uh, did? Yeah. I huh. don't think it ever landed that well. I don't think it like necessarily got... The that. new Mario Kart's so fun on Switch. New? Okay, wait. <laughs> In my head, Switch is new, but I guess it's not. And also, the Switch Mario Kart is from the Wii. Oh my god, it's you are a, a gamer. I'm like, that was that weird, like, condescending <laughs> vibe that, like, makes um, me so insecure. I'm like, wait, um, what? New? Yeah, like, I literally, and I don't know anything about gaming that I just wanted to, like, put my head under a pillow and be like, wait, what? Um, okay, so, there's a bunch of science, but I also wanted to give my take on why it's such a cool game so i do think it is i'm like, sorry i came for your game with free market okay. capitalism no I, I agree i'm not disagreeing right. with that but i think it doesn't take a lot of skill to play i think it's low pressure so i could people, play this for, maybe yeah absolutely anyone wow. could you don't need to have gaming experience in any way to play this 
it's not scary or intense. So you're never running away from something or having to fight something. You're always <gasps> feeling like... Are you like serious? Free. Yeah. You just take your time. You do whatever you want. You literally define what you want to do. Um, you, I haven't done this, but you can connect with friends, which I think is cool. And there's a lot of studies showing that I'll, I think it's like 70% of gamers actually play with friends and that it's not as isolating as sometimes yeah, the mainstream I, yeah. view. Especially in a pandemic. It. Yeah. Um, so the music composer of this game said, Animal Crossing is meant to be ordinary. It presents a mostly regular everyday world. That's why I try to call to mind the actual experiences you find during everyday life and the more inconsequential thoughts and feelings that come up in ordinary, non-dramatic daily life. That is like what encapsulate this game. That is so weird. I can't imagine. It's so interesting that, that that's like people were like, that's the logline for this game that's going to sell, sell 12 well, million. Then sometimes you get like TV shows and stuff that try to tap. I think it takes like a perfect storm of everything but even shows like big brother i know they have like drama and stuff but sometimes the premise is like let's just survive or let's just like put people here and see the dynamic mitch was on big brother so a little bit of a biased comment there but (laughs) okay okay so my science um they have found this is games in general but uh socialization functioning games like animal crossing can lead to health benefits like a boosted immune system and greater cognitive function hashtag we are not sponsored by the way just in case no this is about video games in general they (laughs) contribute to stress reduction socially connecting learning tools learning things like persistence and resilience and a growth mindset growth if we're talking about capitalism if you know what i mean um 2009 study found that people who play games uh have increased mood and decreased physical stress so like I said, kind of like a meditative state. I think it pulls you out of the world you're in in a way that I think our phones don't. So I think like they yeah. feel like a similar thing when you yeah. look at the surface, but your phone is so tapped into the normal world yeah. that you live in and your That's your true. existence as this like human that has to represent yourself on Instagram and Twitter or whatever platform. Whereas video games, you're kind of, you get your avatar, you get your character, you get Even your just the way it loads and the way that like you just have to sit there and like be patient and then like enter this other yeah. world. It's like, it's it's like so an unboxing everything. Every time you're like, and now I'm here. In that's one world. thing about Zelda. I'm like, oh, no, that's a load a lot lower than a new world. I know it's a that very is big not game. Not true. Well, I'm so bad at it. So like every time I like Zelda's make a wrong like turn, infamous for their small loading times. Like, also, I'll say Zelda. Games. It's like I have no experience <laughs> with video games, and I do think I would like this game because I actually think Zelda is like the hardest thing I've ever played in my life. And it's not <laughs> about the fact that I don't enjoy it; it's that I actually cannot play it. And I'm I dumb. think no, I don't think you're dumb. I think you're just not patient enough. And I do think there's an advantage that I started young as a as like that's a gamer. what I mean. There's something about video games that like I will say I have completely missed out on. And it's, it's like a the building blocks of competency. Like in, yeah, in the no, sense I, of I know. video games. You're like obviously that bush that's lit up. You should go rub. And I'm like, and what? Why? Patient. Yeah, there's things that it's just like when you play video games, you understand. But then also. It is just an interest level. Like I think because I find them captivating, I then engage with them and more you know and then the understand feeling. it more. Yeah. And I'm willing to put it through because I, I trust that the game's designed in a way that it is meant for me to succeed. Also, Yeah, like I actually think that I think the video game's against me and wants me to fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, Zelda's so good and I just everyone should play Zelda, especially the newest one. It's, it's also kind of like this because in a way it's beautiful, scenic. You don't have to follow one path and you can just explore. It is and, really cool. And yeah. I have had moments where I've like gotten it for like a week or two. But it's just like so hard. And when I was in it, I was like, this is like the most. It makes me really happy when you play. And I want you to know that and hear that for the world to hear, for YouTube and the podcast listeners to hear so that maybe you'll do it more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, was that, so, that sounded like a no. <laughs> no, no. I'm just like so bad at it. But you're right. You're right. I should do it more. Uh, the last thing I wanted to say is to reemphasize that the American Psychological Association has affirmed its stance that there is not enough evidence to prove a causal link between violent video games and violent behavior. And I do think that's a much bigger conversation. And we've had it in some, we've made some videos about this and we've talked about it in podcasts. But it's just kind of like, of course, no one's blaming this animal crossing of violent behavior but i think that video games are an escape and i do understand that like the vision and visuals of like shooting people and stuff is obviously gruesome i honestly think that like my brand and it's sad as i your grow brand. up is like i'm i'm just like i'm just i'm a karen like i'm so <laughs> a karen like like even like i just like when i like see a video game like when he like just like blast like 
just like shooting other people and that's like what they do for four hours of their day like seven days a week like in my head i'm just like okay no, no, just like can't be good well there's elements of that because you said you said multiple things you said shooting you said playing for four hours a day so there's like yeah maybe sitting down for four hours straight doing one particular action <laughs> isn't good but okay, yes. but you're right there is other elements though because i sometimes do hearken back to like us or our grandparents judging our parents for the content they consumed being too risky or like showing too much skin or, you know what I mean? Like things and that I we would laugh heard... at now because it's just so of the time that it actually doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't make people. And I weird think things. that masculinity is like so fragile. And I have heard like a lot of like straight guys playing video games and they're always like, Oh yeah, man, like come on over here. Let's pwn this noob. Like, it's like, <laughs> they like, they like, it's no like, one talks like, that. yes. Like, I mean, they just have to like, it's a really nice way for men to like be vulnerable and like communicate with each other. But like, but they because, sadly but, need the, like, but they still like, are like blowing the brains out of an enemy. You know what I mean? Like it's like a nice way for them yeah. to be like, you know what buddy? Like it was really awesome the way you sniped that guy's brains out. <laughs> yeah, like, cause they true. need to like murder something in order to like <laughs> connect. Like I, I, I'm not, I know that it sounds hyperbolic and like I'm joking, but I'm actually not joking. Like I actually just think that like, that's just the way that society is. Yeah. Cause you're like, then, well, we could just do just dance and like laugh and have fun. And they're like, yeah, or oh. just, or like, just look in my eyes and just be like, what's wrong? Like, you know what I mean? Like we could just talk, but like, yeah, like a video games, like even in my life have been like, I have this like feeling. I remember growing up where I would play like shoot like Halo, Halo okay. with guys. And I was obviously like the f effeminate one who couldn't play. And they were always really nice to me in that setting. Oh, they'd be like, oh, maybe they'd they be were like, like mentors. Yeah, they were like, oh, I got you, man. Like, oh, and they would like shoot like the guys. And I'd be like, oh, you saved me. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> but then like, but then like in real world, they'd just be like, you're gay and annoying. Oh, like, or like, you know what I mean? Like, well, there's a sense setting, of teamwork, yeah. right? Like it really becomes the sort of in-group, out-group. As soon as you're playing a game together, you're like looking out for the people on your team. And that's why I think the, uh, the online team element of even violent games can be positive yeah. because you're connecting. And I think especially in a time like this, people can see why that would be so nice, especially now with technology, which has been around for a long time, but to be able to like chat like audibly while you're playing. Cause when I grew up playing age of empires, you had to like text chat people. You couldn't like audibly talk to your friends, hmm. but now for a long time you could, you can talk, you know what I mean? Like you're catching up and you're Did you like, that was my impression of Michael Bavaro hmm. from yeah. the daily. <laughs> Okay. Hmm. If you listen to the Daily, the New York Times Daily podcast, Greg Greg did this impression the other day. He's like, "Who am I?" Hmm. Hmm. That hmm. is it. That's good. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. Anyway, that is. <laughs> I realize now it's all I can hear when I listen to that. Podcast. Yeah, I know. It's like I'm like, wow, your job's pretty easy. You just have this expert come on, and then you like they talk, and you go, huh. Hmm. Anyway, uh, anyway, you wrap this up soon. Yeah, feel, all yeah. to say, I, if you now, if you've made it this far and you don't haven't played Animal Crossing, like, thank you. I think you should thank give you. it a shot. Oh, I feel oh, like I that's see. a pretty yeah. impressive, awesome thing yeah. that like someone listened. Like this would have sounded like foreign gibberish in some. Well, way. no, I've really enjoyed. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts where they talk about Animal Crossing, and I laugh. Like, I just think I. I enjoy people talking about it. It's a and there's so many thing. funny clips on like yeah. TikTok and stuff of people yeah. like having their experiences with animals. And they're crossing. so invested. And I think it it seems like a net positive thing, especially during a pandemic. And I'm like, good job, Nintendo. I I for Nintendo's some reason classic. like them as a company, like compared to most companies. I don't know why. And someone well, they, hashtag side note podcast probably tell me why Nintendo should be canceled. I'm gonna but tell you right. No, oh yeah, I'm they kidding. maybe should be canceled. But I'm gonna tell you that Nintendo often does focus on community based games like they've never tried to be the best graphics they've never tried to have like the most powerful system they've always i had... like you know what i mean that's like a good vibe yeah and they they design games that i think stand the test of time better because they're not graphics first and they're not they're making... gameplay first and then often their games are group play and i'm a karen and they're not making like the one where you literally like beat up prostitutes and kill people in cars. What is well, that? They, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I mean, they still do have violent games that come out on Nintendo. Not that, not that but they, they I don't think make. that they would ever make a game like that. Right. Isn't that kind of their ethos? They wouldn't make a game where you kill prostitutes. That's, Oh, I don't think so. But there can be games like that on Nintendo is what I'm saying. Oh, but the difference is like oh, Nintendo makes their Nintendo games. Like, Mario Oh, you can play other games. Not on Nintendo. Yeah. They're not making every game on Nintendo. Some games. Wow. Go on every did platform. not know that. Yeah. Some games like are exclusive. So like, Halo is exclusive to Microsoft. Oh, gotcha. But other games that are shooter games can go on every platform. Yeah. And Halo, you're just PC. like shooting weirdly alien. So it wasn't that, that bad. I never thought it. 
Like right, I used to get like PTSD after I played. They'd be like, "Greg, your turn. Play Grand Theft Auto," and I would literally be like, "I want to cry." <laughs> like I actually like I actually hate that. Like it would make me want to barf. Okay, <sighs> that was really fun, and maybe I will play Animal Crossing. I, I have a psychotic, like weird, like I can't play video games because I can't do anything unless it's like productive and like I have to like yeah. guard. I'd rather just guard. That okay. I actually think this is your challenge. Because I actually think this is the crux of a thing that is totally a beautiful quality of you that you're like always doing and excited to like get things done. But I think, and I think I have a bit of that in my mind where I get a lot of anxiety when I'm not getting things done. But video games allow me and give me permission to enter a world where I can feel like I'm being productive in some world, mm-hmm. but it actually is inconsequential. But what about if I nice. like paint a painting or I'm that's like different. writing? Isn't that same? Yeah, those are video beautiful games. things. Isn't that video? The it's same not the vibe? same. No, because those are productive. Uh-huh. I but think the paintings aren't for anyone but me. Actually, they're for yeah. No, they're not. But you're not me. painting that often. No, but I'm saying like, is that not the same? I don't know. I just sometimes I've always thought that's. The I same, think but maybe I would not. never tell you not to paint, and okay. I would never tell you not to write. But I think there's a added benefit of a video game that you don't get something out of hmm. other than in the moment. It's kind of like Fair. meditation. Like it truly is for you. No one else gets anything. It's not to make money or to be productive. It is just for you. Well, that's great. I wow. <laughs> <laughs> you promise you're gonna do it. On the pod, promise okay, you'll probably gonna play more video games. Promise you'll play so more Zelda with me. On, our, on our long weekend, will you play Zelda? Gonna play Zelda? I don't know if you can play Animal Crossing because I think you have to have your own Switch. <laughs> You're avoiding the question. <laughs> no, I will, I will, I will. When it's light, when it's dark out, when the sun isn't shining, we will do it. Okay, see you guys. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.